0: I'm Philippe Laribors. I'm a young black professional, creative and thought leader living and working in New York City, navigating postgraduate life, career and relationships, all while striving to be a better version of myself. Philippe and Company is a platform where I come together with others to discuss and deconstruct these prominent themes in life and so much more. Come on, let's get into it. Today's company is Joel Figueroa. Joel is a father of three young girls. He's a husband and a small business owner of Joel's Barber Lounge, a barbershop of which I've been a patron for the past seven years. In today's episode, Joel is going to give us a little context on what it's been like to have his small business shut down for an extended period and then reopened under very strict guidelines. He also shares his experience in the shift that he's seen at home overseeing his three young daughters in their schooling. So I wanted to talk to you today because and I have mentioned this to you already, but I really value your perspective because I don't know many people like you that are a business owner. You actually like operate your own business and like work here, but you're a family guy. You have three young kids. um, You're married. So I think at least for me, when I've like listened to the news about covid and like the different ways that it impacts people's life, I feel like you've had to deal. And I said this to you already, but. I feel like you've had to sort of balance all of that. Like your business has kind of changed because of it. Um, I'd like to hear about what your family life like. If that's changed, having to be in the house all the time. Your kids are like uh, elementary age, so what what that's been like having you know that change for them, but also for you. Um, but firstly, can you just tell me a little bit what it was like? Because I learned today that the business was shut down for three and a half months, so. Can you just like give me some idea what it was like to how you learned that you had to be shut down, and then just sort of what went through your mind when you found that out?
1: Um, originally it was a it was a big blow, you know, definitely to the gut when we found out that, you know, they were forcing us to do that. Um, uh, originally when uh started catching a little light about that was uh maybe like around February maybe. Mm-hmm. Like around january is when we started hearing about the COVID stuff a little bit and in february getting a little bit more serious but like towards the end of february is when they were starting to talk about you know shutting stuff down and uh you know a lot of stuff with overseas things you kind of hear about it but then he's like oh it's just gonna stay over there it's not gonna you know affect yeah. us any like like most of the time like we always you know our whole life we always think of stuff like that but you know started getting serious you know once march hit and they started coming up with these dates and telling us you know we're gonna have to shut down so basically like it was like march when it started getting real serious Mm -hmm. telling us we're gonna have to shut down
0: i know that like a lot of restaurants in particular that's something that i hear about a lot a lot of restaurant owners were nervous that and i know a lot of restaurants probably did close and didn't open back up were you ever nervous that like oh shit i might not be able to open back up did that ever cross your mind
1: um. Not so much that I mean, because even when we originally did end up closing, the word at the time was that we were going to be closing temporarily anyway. Okay. You know, so I guess we never thought it was going to be three and a half months. Yeah. You know? But uh, you know, when we first thought about it, I'm like, okay, it's going to be a couple of weeks until so they sort things out, figure things out, and then we'll be all right. But uh, it wasn't so much not thinking I was going to be able to reopen, but also just of thinking what was what was to come
0: right yeah and I don't think I don't think it's ever I don't know have you ever experienced or heard of something like that for me this is my first time and I think a lot of people this is the first time that like everything was shut down like have you ever experienced something like that before
1: no I mean you know like I was saying overseas you hear certain things like that certain similarities but over here you don't really hear at least nothing close to home too crazy like that so it wasn't i mean and then one thing that helped me out also is that my landlords looked out a lot that's one thing that i've been hearing around you know nationwide worldwide is that Mm -hmm. landlords if you got a good landlord then then you're good to go but a lot of people didn't have that that luxury but they they definitely helped me out a lot so that's how i knew that at least i was going to be able to keep it together with them
0: that's good yeah that's good i think that that shows it's important to have relationships with people because I know you kind of have a decent relationship with your landlord Mm -hmm. versus probably maybe some in the past. Um, But so when you did reopen, I've noticed that like, there's so many more regulations now about, you could be open, but there's like rules. Tell me what it is. Like, Can you only have one person in here at a time or is it like a limited number?
1: Yeah, State of Connecticut, they allow one client per barber Mm -hmm. and uh, no one waiting in a waiting area unless You haven't be cutting like a child, toddler, or something that needs a guardian or parent. Gotcha. But um, you know that's basically how they're trying to do here in Connecticut. Pretty strict. Mm -hmm.
0: I think that's interesting because that kind of like that goes against the nature of a barbershop. Like people come, hang out in the barbershop. It never is just about haircuts. Like like people hang out. People spend all day. People have conversations. Yeah. So it's like the barbershop, is, especially in the black community, well, I guess not even in the Latin community too, it's like a community place. So was that a big shift for you having to like not have that anymore, basically?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's definitely one of the things that came to mind as well because of the camaraderie and, you know, the fun that you have at a barbershop, you know, sometimes it's not always, like you said, it's not always about here because sometimes you're just hanging out or, you know, friends come by or you know, somebody might just be in an area of your business and like, oh, let me stop by and say what's up to Joel, you know, say how he's doing or whatever, you know and yeah. now it's n- not really the thought and people are not really trying to do that either. You know, I was like, oh, now you have the scared that, you know, you might catch some or you might get something to somebody, you know, so it's definitely right. different nowadays.
0: Yeah, and, and I think it's funny. For me, it hasn't like uh, bothered me because actually one of the things, I've never told you this, but one of the things that originally drew me to your business Um, Back when you were closer, closer to where we live, like wait, that was seven years ago. So I I thought about it the other day. Um, I know time flies. But one of the things that drew me originally to this business was because I hadn't experienced it yet. You were the first place where I experienced like that I can make an appointment, (laughs) show up when it's my time to get a haircut, maybe wait 10 minutes the most if whatever, you know, and then I could leave. But, but, but you also, you did, it always was that environment, like that community environment, but it also offered a level of like service where I, like I said, I can come in at a specific time, know I'm going to get a really good haircut, know that it's good energy in there and then leave versus I've been at some other barbershops where I know I'm going to get a good haircut because I know they're really good, but I don't know how long I'll have to wait that day or whatever. Or like when I was in school, I went to a barbershop there where... I didn't necessarily always have to wait so long, but they were always drinking, which is not a problem, but like heavily drinking like during the day, which is fine. But that's not like my thing um, at a barbershop, particularly. So I always liked that I can come to your place and sort of like know what to expect. It was still good and fun energy, but like but professional. And I for me up to that point, it was always one or the other, not professional, but a good haircut or professional like supercuts, but not at all a good haircut, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah so. I mean that's that's how I used to try to conduct my business and myself. I'm always pretty laid back as it is, you know, so and I've already had worked in a couple shops in the past where it was just too loud, mm-hmm. the music too loud or the people too loud or, you know, things like that. And I'm you know, I'm generally a quiet person, you know, if I like to listen to my music and my headphones kinda of loud then that's one thing. But yeah. You know, to be constantly having loud music and ruckus around me, you know, it's, I like to focus and you know, you know, be on a more on a calm type thing. You know, so once I got to the point of owning my own businesses, then people just just took to that. Just know that that's the type of person I am. You know, obviously once the business is closed and yeah. you're more and more on a hangout level, then that's a little bit different. Then right. you, know. you can bring out the drinks and put the music up a little bit. But yeah, you know, work environment is definitely more of a look, cool, laid back. As professional as possible, you
0: know? Yeah. But but for me, I think knowing that about you, that's why I haven't really mind. I don't mind how it is now where, like, when I come now, it's just me because of the rules. Um, even though it's always been that way, I guess. Like, I don't know. It doesn't feel like much of an, uh, a change for me because I'm not the type of person that would hang out at the barbershop that much. Mm-hmm. But I imagine that it is a big change. Like, has it changed any of... I'm just wondering personally has it changed any of your friendships like were there people that you would mostly see at the barbershop that now because of the new rules you can't or you guys had to like maybe connect in a new way anything like that
1: i mean you know my circle is pretty small but i mean my my uh my close friends yeah. i mean like i have one of my friends is a dj and you know from time to time he'd like to bring his equipment to the shop And then just like I said on the strength also, if you just happen to have somebody that's a friend or family member that's in the area that like to ride by or just say hi or anything like that, um, nobody's really thinking about that right now because you're not supposed to have anybody hanging out in the shop. Yeah. So that's that's definitely, you know, definitely a, a turn.
0: In terms of like your kids and parenting and stuff, like, I mean, from what I've seen, you've always been active, right? Like we've always like talked about your kids and like stuff like that, but... Obviously, like, having to do schooling now at home, that really still blows my mind that parents have to, like, work <laughs> and, like, try and make a living and run a business but also make sure their kids are okay. So what has what that kind of been like for you, having the kids be at home for school for a while and things like that?
1: I mean, one of the things I've been noticing is that, uh, Especially these young toddlers and everything. Like, they, they really don't learn anything in school. Really? <laughs> they really don't learn much of nothing, you know? Like yeah. The first the first week or so that uh, my toddlers were home anyway, because uh, my, my 10-year-old, she's done pretty well. She hardly ever needs any type of help when it comes to any of her classes. Mm-hmm. You know, laptop work or anything like that. She, she for the most part, does everything by herself. But uh, the toddlers, it's like you know, you show them the letter A and they look at you with the craziest face. And I'm yeah. like, well, A is the first letter of the alphabet. I was like, if you don't know this, then what have you been learning? This yeah. entire time. <laughs> like, you know, like crazy yeah. parts like that. But that, that's that been the hardest part, just trying to, you know, get them to focus and trying to figure out then, well, if you can't really focus here, what kind of focus are you got going on in school, you know? or You're not the
0: first person to tell me that. I've heard other people who have young, like even preschool age kids where – or even older too where they really now realize what their kid is or isn't learning in school and they didn't know that before they had to like be with the kid every day
1: yeah during yeah, the school no, hours no, it's been crazy man it's been crazy and it's like you know my, my daughter might be okay to learn something real quick for like a quick 20 30 minutes but then next thing you know she's acting up or laying on the ground or you know running around and i'm like you're in school for six, seven hours. Yeah. <laughs> I know you do do this at school, so, I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. You know, so it's definitely hard, you know, to be the, the mommy teacher, daddy teacher. Like, that's definitely been, been a work in progress in, in, in that sense.
0: Do you think that, I don't know, I can't keep track because I feel like here in this state they have changed so much. Like, sometimes they're in the school, sometimes they're not. But they are in, in school. I guess it's break now. But are they physically in the building yet? Or is it still hybrid? Or
1: Yeah, in Connecticut, for the most part, I guess it was whatever the district wanted to do. Oh, but, okay. But um, I know for the most part, like Fairfield County, mm. uh, elementary school and younger was going full-time okay five days a week. Oh, and wow. And then, like, middle school and high school, they were doing the hybrid where it was two days in school, three days at home or something like that. Gotcha. And I guess they were trying to add another day until we went back down to phase whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So I guess they were trying to do three days in school and then two days at home. But, yeah, so they were doing that. But uh, my kids actually go to Tracy school, so they mm-hmm. just recently got shut down for two weeks right before uh holiday. So they won't go back till January 4th. But uh, I actually believe I'm probably going to keep them home until, like, March to see what happens. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. So do they give you the option? Like, even if the school is open, you don't have to send them back?
1: Yeah, you just let them know. You notify them that you want to keep your kids oh. home, you know, remote learning. Yeah. And uh, one thing that's been going on with the school is uh, if they happen to get exposed or they have any thought of being exposed, then they close the classroom down for two weeks. Oh. Mm-hmm. So now, from that point forward, now you're like, what do you do? Mm. You know, because if you work working full time, your wife's working full time, then all of a sudden, from one day to another, now you have to figure out how to cut your mm. schedule in half or talk to your boss to see. You know, luckily I do own my own business, so I can kind of set my own schedule, even you know my own hours, and uh, it works out a little bit for me, but it still kind of doesn't because you only have a certain amount of clients that like to come at a certain times. Right. You know, yeah, but like my wife and her and she works a 9 to 5 so to say so I was like if their boss if her boss doesn't want to give her the time or mm. doesn't want to cooperate then it's like what do you do you quit your job or right. you, you get in trouble because you had to help your kid out you know so that, that's that been an issue too so it's kind of like instead of having to deal with that every once in a while cause my youngest kid her classroom got shut down twice already Wow. since the beginning of the school year Hmm. And the middle child, her classroom got shut down twice as well. And my oldest, her classroom, got shut down once. Wow. But uh, just right before the holiday, they shut down the whole entire school but they, they had a shortage of staff members. They were just catching the virus too many. Dang. They didn't have enough people to, to cover. So... So know, it's so, been pretty unpredictable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's the problem. So that's one of the problems is being so unpredictable on top of the fact of how serious the whole situation is. So now it's like if if your kid had uh, got exposed, now they technically want the parents to be out of work, whether they have COVID or not, for seven days. So you have to wait seven days in order to go get tested. Oh, really? And then after you get tested, then you have to wait three days to get the results. Mm. So technically, it's basically almost a week and a half that you have to be out of work to figure out whether your kid had COVID or not you know and then they don't want you to do anything so it's like you can't go visit you're not really supposed to have babysitter over because now you're exposing the babysitter right it's definitely very unpredictable and then uh, it's, it's, it's a roller coaster ride when it comes to the school and you know now with this COVID stuff so you'd
0: basically rather keep them at home and then like create your schedule around that like build a good system so that you don't have to keep changing yeah exactly like,
1: it's, it's to try to make it more consistent instead yeah of because at least if they're home then their percentages of getting it would be zips to almost nothing besides right. what me and my wife could bring home, I guess, and the babysitter we have uh, doesn't do anything but just take care of them anyway, you know, yeah. so it's like mm-hmm. the the chances are very slim, you know, that they can really catch anything, so yeah. it's just a lot more consistent and uh, just a lot safer for us at the moment, you know, especially yeah. since they're giving us the option to do that it's mm-hmm. not too much of a hassle. My youngest at preschool, it's been a couple of times where I go take her to class to school and she might only be the second or third kid to go there that day. Yeah. And her oh, class wow. she used to have like twelve kids in it. Yeah. You know, so it's like hmm. it's almost pointless to bring her to school. You might as well say, Oh, there's nobody there.
0: And what's interesting, like what stands out to me the most about that is like obviously consistency is good for kids and I think most people know that. Most parents know that and normally for the longest time consistency was going to school every day um but now like in your case i wonder i'm sure many parents feel that way like it's inconsistent it's not good for them to be in school out of school so you as the parent probably had to make a decision that no one ever thought about because it was just the norm to go to school but but and now a lot of parents probably would if the option is to go to school they probably would send their kids you know what i mean to get a break because they're humans too and they need a break but you have to think about what consistency is best for the kids. Think about which environment they could like still learn in, but then also like not get sick. like, And that, that seems like it can be a lot to think about all at once and try and balance while still just trying to be a family. You know, you know
1: it's a juggling act. Like, like my kids, you know, thank God they, they don't really mind, mind it too much mm-hmm. to wear a mask. So that that's been a little bit of blessing that 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 factor because they don't really mind it too too much. But at the end of the day, we don't want to wear them. So yeah. I know at some point of the day they don't want to have it on, you know. So it's yeah. like if you're home and you don't have to wear it all day, then that that's another, you know, another uh, uh good thing to to feel during the day and the week that you don't have to have a mask all damn day on.
0: Now that you've sort of had this new experience, it sounds like you started. Through COVID, you started thinking about your kids schooling specifically differently because you're so much more involved in it. And I've heard a lot of parents have that perspective. Is there anything moving forward now, now that what you know, now that what you've experienced through COVID with them and their school, that you're going to operate differently now moving forward, even after COVID is over one day, hopefully?
1: For the most part, it's just kind of just educating them, you know, Mm. educating them the most as we can to make it understandable. You know, to stay safe. You know, like kind of like what they've been telling us since day one, since we were kids. Anyway, you know, wash your hands and stay clean. And yeah, you know, but it's like, what, what could you really do? You know, everything yeah. right now is so up in the air. Everybody's trying to figure our way, their our own path at this moment because nobody really knows nothing. Definitely. You know, so that that's just one of the the biggest question marks right for everybody because. You know, like you said, you want you want to send your kids to school because everybody don't want to. You love you love your kids, mm-hmm. but you don't want to be around them all damn day. And day either, <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. So that's how you want to be like, yo, you gotta go to school, but yeah, if that's not the safest thing for you, then then I guess home. But it's kind of like you, you're trying to freestyle it as you go, I guess. Cause Definitely. It's, it's like you really don't know what could be the next step. You try to figure it out, but it's hard right now to pinpoint what what could be the next thing.
0: Yeah, and I don't think anybody has a plan like right because like you said everyone's just trying to figure out as we go like even what you just said about the next three months you're going to keep them home that's that's your plan now you'll see how it goes Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so yeah i agree everyone's just trying to figure it out um i have the same question but i kind of want to ask it for the business side like a couple i guess it's two-part question do you think it'll ever go back to normal for you where it could be that camaraderie type of environment again and then also, is there any way moving forward for your business that you're just going to run it differently because of something you learned during COVID?
1: I mean, the, the terms of camaraderie and everything, I get, it, it could definitely get... It, it should, and it could definitely get there sooner than later, hopefully. Um, I mean, there's, there's shops in the area that are already doing it now, you know? Yeah. Not following protocol and, and just kind of just running day by day like they already always have been doing it, you know? But me me having the family and the kids Mm -hmm. and you know my parents grandparents and everything i'm not trying to catch the shit yeah so definitely trying to stay as safe as possible but you know eventually at some point in time uh like i said hopefully sooner than later it it definitely gets to a a calmer part in our in our life where, where we can get back to that yeah um I don't see why it shouldn't I me mean, besides everybody some people being kind of ignorant and not following the rules, but mm-hmm. You know It kind of should I mean, but what I've been learning now is kind of you got to watch everybody, you know, you just don't know mm-hmm. You just don't know what's going on. You got to be safe by everybody Everybody doesn't want to follow the protocols, you know, right now we got the the main one really is just wear a mask And just yeah, got some people that don't want to do that at the moment I've been working by myself, so it has not been too hard, but I mean, I guess once I get another worker or two, yeah. then I'll definitely see how it is because that's when you start getting more people in the shop and right. more situations going on.
0: That probably I imagine would be like a new type of pressure because it's one thing to, it's whatever to manage people, but it's almost like to have to tell people like wear your mask or not. It's like so personal, you know what I mean, because it's like someone's personal space and you're trying to tell someone what to do with their personal space. So I, I could imagine, like, as a boss, like, that probably is an uncomfortable thing for you, too, as the boss, to have to, like, try and be in control of someone like that. So.
1: Yeah, I mean, you got to tell people, and then people don't like it. yeah, Some people won't even come into your business, you know, like, oh, I have to wear a mask. Oh, really? You know, I've had it, like, once or twice when a person just be like, oh, I have to wear a mask. Oh, well, I've got to cut somewhere else, but well, they didn't, they didn't uh, you know, obligate me to do that
0: does that ever make you because that's what's interesting again to me like you've always I've always for the past seven years watched you maintain a level of professionalism that I am gra- that I gravitate towards so in that instance let's say if someone comes in and says hey well you know at this other shop they're not making me wear a mask do you have an internal conflict at that moment where you're like well damn maybe I should be less serious or are, are you like strict in your head do you know what I mean
1: you know, I'm usually more like, well, you know, that's their shop and this is mine and I, because at the end of the day, especially when it's coming to this type of stuff right now, they're warning us and letting us know that there's fines yeah. and, you know, things that can go on, you know, penalties, you know, if they walk up in here, the, the health department walks in here and sees anything or... That we're not following what they tell us to do. Mm. So I'm not really trying to risk that you know, at the end of the day. So I always tell them, listen, that's that's how they were running it, but this is how I have to run it because I can't really be worrying about what's going on over
0: there. I love seeing people that I know, like, you know, just like your you, family, like you're building your businesses. I love to see um, how your business has changed over the years, and we've talked about that because I don't think enough people talk about that. It's like you, people feel pressure to... Because this is a barbershop, people think this is exactly how a barbershop should be Mm. when that's not the truth. And I just lastly wanted to say, like, you are you're great at your skill, but you're also like a nice person. (laughs) You treat everyone nicely with respect here. You're professional, but also personable. So I just want to let you know I appreciate you. Um, I appreciate you doing the podcast and I just like appreciate what you do for the community, like being that sort of staple in the community where people i know for me and i'm sure for many other people again like i said earlier they can come here and know what to expect and for me like i always leave here feeling better than when i came in whether it's just because i have a haircut you know i feel better about how i look but also because i can just have a moment to like relax and have a good conversation with you which we always do um so i appreciate you (laughs) Thank you for
1: having me, man. I appreciate you, too. Of course. I definitely love seeing your growth, too, throughout all this time, all these years you've been doing your thing. This podcast is going to it real great for you, man, because it's something everybody needs right now, you know? Yeah. You definitely need to hear input from different people all over.
0: Definitely. I appreciate that.